This is the Comstock Report Podcast. We are strong advocates for the American family farm and your top source for the agriculture markets. And now, here's your host, David Cruz. This is David Cruz with the Comstock Report. Blasts from the past will determine the future. Putin's war in Ukraine is literally a blast from the past. Many are incredulous that in 2022 that there are still tyrants in countries living in the past where conquering and slaughtering their neighboring tribe is considered to be an acceptable solution to something. Putin thinks that this is correcting perceived slights, insults, and injury from past history with the use of brutality and barbarism of the past. The mistake of Western leaders was not in seeing him for what he is, a dangerous relic of history and captive of his delusions. He is president of a deteriorating country who has invested so much in his military that it starved industry in every metric of Russian well-being, so that the country is slowly drowning in its own spittle. It regales itself in false pomp and circumstance. It seeks to save itself by spilling blood and securing spoils of war. By attacking and threatening its neighbors, Putin hopes to delay the demise of his country. This lasts only as long as he breathes. His power hinges on the ability to delude the Russian people and, when he deems necessary, extend fear into his own population with the security apparatus he supplanted as once head of the KGB. He has all the characteristics of every despot that the world has ever seen. There are other despots, but none living, that are quite so ambitious, freed from any constraint of laws and morality, with the resources wielded by Putin. His military was revealed in their invasion of Ukraine to be third-rate, incompetent, illusory, and undermined by corruption. But due to the weight of its numbers, it's still deadly against a smaller adversary. They may eventually, quote, succeed, unquote, and destroy themselves in doing so. Western liberal democracies have so far risen to the occasion and are funding and supplying Ukraine in a proxy war against the Russian military. It is our war, too. Bordering NATO nations are welcoming Ukraine refugees in an effort to help them survive as casualties of this war is the least that could be done for them. I think that Western liberal democracies have the power within their alliance to bring the Russian economy literally to its knees. The only reason that Putin would enter into hard talks with Zelensky is if his military conquest is failing. Russian demographics are imploding with a shrinking population that cannot compete with our technological development or even sustain basic infrastructure in Russia for the next decade. There is an outflux of exactly the demographic group, the Russian young and educated, who are fleeing the country as a result of their wanting no part of Putin's dark Russia. Putin badly miscalculated that he could withstand economic sanctions of the magnitude that are being employed. Sanctions have to be employed on Russia to a degree that no economy could withstand today. The sanctions on Russia are expanding to cover pretty much everything that does not boomerang on the countries imposing them. I'm talking direct oil and gas sanctions by Europe. That said, Russia will have great difficulty selling its oil. This leaves Putin with just a threat of a financial lifeline. The rope is around his neck, from which he is slowly strangling. There is risk that Western democracies will put their own pain over his, and that is not only the risk that we face, but Putin's only hope. His winning army in Ukraine will destroy itself, and he will not have the resources to restore it. That would be a good outcome. I hope that we are not foolish enough to assuage our energy shortages by alliances with other global pariahs, such as Iran and Venezuela. By the way, 
War crimes have never been prosecuted at anyone who is still in command of nuclear weapons. All of this is another reason why the West cannot tolerate anything but a favorable outcome. It is not World War III in context of it being a global military conflict yet, but it is such a defining moment determining the direction of the future and break from the dark past of human history. Will the world live by feudal conflict as it has to this point in history or actually achieve some semblance of cohesion and harmony? This will not only be determined by the survival of the demise of Putin, but how the West organizes a new world order thereafter. China is determining the role that it will hold relative to the West in the world order. The outcome with Putin will be carried forward in the Pacific. All the more reason that the West needs to prevail in Eastern Europe. How China will position is not as predetermined as the hawks would tell us to believe. Many China hawks have been pro-Putin. The U.S. has become dependent on many goods and services from others that fail to take our national security into the equation. Things like buying Russian oil instead of approving the Keystone Pipeline or year-round E-15, or our dependence in outsourcing computer chips, strategic minerals, and such, all of which should be corrected. You've been listening to the Comstock Report. For more information and marketing opportunities, contact us at Comstock.com or call 712-227-1110. For a more complete version of the Comstock Report with hedging strategies and trade recommendations, subscribe on our website at Comstock.com or reach out to one of our risk management specialists about how we can help you protect your profits.